Can you do it with more zest and more joy in your heart? Hallelujah. Can we celebrate pastor in the house this morning? Can we also celebrate our assistant pastors, our admin, all the directors in the house? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can we celebrate the best choir in the world? Oh my goodness. You are celebrating them on your seats. Can we rise and celebrate the best choir in the whole wild world? Woo! Glory. <laughs> we can have our seats in God's presence. Hallelujah. Minister Adeyemi, thank you very much. We celebrate you. Thank you for that word, that powerful word. Making the most of your talent. Hallelujah. You know, he has been able to tell us that every one of us is talented. Even the drama ministry, you know, that was what, that was their message to us this morning. God has given and deposited something in every one of us. As you are seated, something, something that says unique thing about you. And you only need to find out and then give expression to it. And I pray that the Lord will help us through that in the name of Jesus. So this morning I'm going to be taking, rejoicing through the process of making the most of your talent. While you are trying to get familiar with your talent, while you are trying to get that which God has called you to do, while you are trying to, you know, discover yourself during the course of your journey through self-discovery, how should you do? What should be your posture? And that is rejoicing. That, you know, when I said you should celebrate the best choir in the world, they just made my work easy this morning. They, the, the song was literally about joy. Joy. And what I've come to tell you this morning is joy. Look to your neighbor and say joy. Joy. It was like they peeped into my notes and then they just helped me. So this morning I want to encourage you to rejoice through the process. Please can we have, have up here Luke chapter 10 verse 41. Luke chapter 10, verse 41. Luke 10, 41. If you are very familiar with that story, it's a story of how Jesus went to meet, greet Mary and Martha, two sisters. And then it was, Mary was, you know, busy trying to, you know, sort different things, trying to cook, trying to get things in, in her own mind. She was all out, trying to do powerful things for Jesus. And then Mary was just with Jesus, you know, enjoying his presence, enjoying his companionship. And then Martha uh, um, looked at Jesus and said, ah, ah, will you not tell my sister to come and join me? Church, can we read together verse 41? And Jesus answered and said unto her, Martha, Martha, thou art careful and troubled about many things. Hallelujah. Thou art careful and troubled about many things. If you notice, Jesus didn't even say, thou art careful and troubled about your sister. Did you notice that? He didn't direct that troublesome atmosphere or that worrisome atmosphere that she was having that it was really about her sister. He said, you are troubled about many things. Are you here this morning? You are worried, you are frustrated, you are, you are troubled in your spirit. You don't know. You just, you just feel like they're just talking about talent, talent. You don't even know. Do I even know how to go about my own talent? I don't even know what to do. I am, you know, you are just encompassed. Uh, Give me an English word. Don't let me speak too much grammar. Sister Tolewani, help me. You are just, you know, that trouble has soaked you up. You know when you throw foam inside water? You are overwhelmed. Thank you. You are encumbered. Thank you. And just the image I said now, throwing foam. You know the way foam soaks up water? You know, you are just worried. You are worried like matter. And Jesus is saying to you this morning, thou art careful and troubled about many things. 
you are wondering how am I going to scale through? How am I going to do this? How am I even going to discover that talent that God has given me? For, the, for those of you that have discovered it, how am I even going to maximize it? What am I going to do? You are to rejoice through the process. Verse 42, let's listen to what Jesus said. But one thing is needful. Church, say one thing is needful. And Mary had chosen that good part, which shall not be taken away from her. Look to your neighbor this morning and say, choose the good part. Choose the good part. No matter that talent, no matter what your ambition is, that career opportunity, that, you know, that um, job that you are looking at having, whatever it is, choose the good part. Look to your neighbor once again and say, choose the good part. Choose the good part. Philippians chapter 4 verse 4. That's the last scripture for today before I start talking. Philippians chapter 4, verse 4. It says, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say what? Again, I say what, church? Again, I say what, church? You have to rejoice. Don't be like matter that is worried. You are just all about different activities. Hop and down, hop and down, hop and down. Be like Mary this morning. Stay with the source. Stay with your source. Stay with the one that would sustain you. Stay with the one that is the good part. Stay with the one that is the truth. And I pray that the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Quickly before my time goes, I would like to say five things that you should do to help you rejoice always. Five things, five things. I'll be making reference to these two scriptures that we've read. The first thing is recognize the presence of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah recognize the presence of God. If you notice, when Martha was worried, Jesus didn't even say, you are worried about so many things. This is what you are supposed to do. He didn't try to provide a solution. He only told her, Mary has chosen the good parts. Be like her. In the midst of that circumstance that you are bothered about now, be like Mary. Recognize the presence of God in your life. Recognize your maker. Recognize him as your sole source and sustainer. Stick with him. Imagine Jesus is in this room. Now, what do you want to be? Do you want to be busy doing different things and, you know, just so bothered about so many things going through, going on in your life right now? Or you want to, you know, have a fellowship with him? Or you want to stay with him? Or you want to enjoy his presence? That is the only way for you to have joy. Hallelujah. You know, some of us think that as you are seated now, as I'm standing, I'm speaking to you now, I don't have joy. The only time you think I have joy is when I say, glory to God. And you know, I'm expressing myself. As I'm speaking to you, I have joy on my inside. Joy in the Holy Ghost. As you are sitting, you are supposed to have joy in the Holy Ghost. That you are not disturbed by any circumstance. Things that come at you, you have joy. You are kept you are preserved. And you know that things are going to work out fine. So what's the first thing I just said now? Recognize his presence, just like Mary did. The second thing is that, know that God wants you to have joy. Rejoice again, I say unto you, do what? Rejoice. Count it all joy. You know, several scriptures that talk about the fact that God wants us to be joyful. The actual thing is, when you are not happy, when you are not joyful, you can't fulfill the purpose of God for your life. Did you hear me? Because you will not be at your best 
you are frustrated. Imagine someone that is frustrated. People that are frustrated are always looking for other frustrated people. Did you notice? Or they are looking at, they are just wondering why is this one happy? They are wondering why is Miss Africa jumping? Why, why is he jumping? They don't even want to associate themselves with the word happy. They don't want to use the word happy. Then why is he doing like that? You know, they just want to detach and be like, what are you doing? What is it? They're even raising cheer. I even saw their picture. They are raising cheer. They are shouting. They are, you know, expressing joy. Well, what's wrong with this one? What's wrong with them? And then, you know, if you are not careful, you discover that you start having a different character from that which God wants you to have. And then you start getting cranky. You start reacting to people. Any smart thing. What is wrong with this one? What is it? What is this gun? You don't even know what's going on in Nigeria. You don't know what's going on with my work. Are you the only one? What's, what's the problem? And then you're just frustrated. You're just transferring aggression to people. Your, you know, your, your workmates, your classmates, your roommates. I don't know. What is wrong with this one? Gun? Good, good morning. Yes. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. What's, so what's joyful about this morning? Like she's smiling again. 8 a.m. in the morning, you're already smiling up and down the office. What is, what is it that you're smiling about? There is a lot to be smiling about. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So don't, don't be frustrated. Don't, don't give in to frustration. Don't give in to worry. And I pray that the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. The third thing I want us to notice is that we should learn to enjoy ourselves. Learn to enjoy yourself. As a person that is talented, that has so much that God wants you to do. If you do not enjoy yourself, there's no way I will enjoy you. There's no way I will enjoy that talent that you are bringing. Have you noticed? People that are singing, are you following the voice? People that like the voice like me. I like, you know, all these auditions and all of that. The judges are, you know, backing the people singing. And then they can literally pick their emotions. They can pick the people that are connected. They can pick the people that are enjoying what they are doing. Do you know? You can pick it. You can pick from words. So if you are not enjoying yourself, you, you are up in the morning, you are dressed. In the mirror, look at yourself and appreciate yourself. Oh, I look good. Ah, ah, I'm all fine. But you know, you, you enjoy yourself. By the time someone even says, oh, you are looking good. It's not that kind of, eh, okay, thank you. Eh, I'm looking good. Ah, hey, this one that I say I'm looking good today. You're checking yourself all over again. But once you have enjoyed yourself, you have enjoyed that person, that you that you want to give to the world. And that is the way it should be. You enjoy yourself always. You are not moody. You are not saying, uh, you know, Miss Asolowani was telling us two Sundays ago that for this year, she has set alarms on her phone. Every one hour, there's a scripture that pops up on her phone. So if something happens within that one hour, by the time nine o'clock is clocking, Another scripture is popping up and then there's joy in our spirit again. You have to be intentional about it. If you don't appreciate yourself, there's no way you want to convince me with that talent that you are bringing. You want to come and do spoken words. What other talents? Let's mention different talents. You want to dance. If you are dancing, you are not happy, you are dancing. We will just be wondering that, who called this? This is not your ministry. Maybe you should look for another ministry. If you are a nurse, you are attending to your patient, you have to be joyful. Even if the circumstances in Nigeria, you know, having, having to attend to several patients, nurses in the house shout hallelujah. Do we have nurses in this house shout hallelujah? hallelujah. They should be able to say nurse. Adepoju is a different person. Your patients should be able to say, I want nurse Aremu. I want nurse Oladikupo. Because there's just something different about you. And people can perceive it. It's not about giving fake smile. I'm not talking about saying, they say we should be joyful. Mm, I'm joyful. 
I'm joyful. Be careful. Be careful this morning. I'm joyful. I'm joyful. No. That's why I said you have to recognize his presence. Stay in God's presence. Understand that protocol of joy. I don't want to inject you with this. That, ah, sister, you are not getting what I'm saying. Is it, are we in this same economy? It's like, they want you to enjoy that misery with them. So that by the time they are done talking with you, you'll be like, ah, it's true. We are, suff- we are not suffering. I'm not suffering. I'm not for pity. Don't pity me. You know, if you are not careful, if you are not careful, in the bit of trying to get sorry, every time you meet people, you just want to give them something that is not right about your life. That is the communication. That is what you want to communicate with them. So that they can just say, I'm not an object of pele. You also want pele. It is where. Sorry, sorry. Oh, my God. You that they should meet and you should inject them with joy. You know, I used to have a friend when I was in Lafayette then and then. It's later I now got to understand that very well. She was quite older than us then. If she's talking to you, before you know it, she has quoted one scripture. Oh, the joy of the Lord is our strength. You know, so don't worry, everything will be fine. You know, she's just quoting scriptures. And I'm like, ah, ah, Bumi wants to kill us in scriptures. Nikilo day. You know, because she does not want you to come. And then she always has something, as you're saying, ah, no, the joy of the Lord is our strength. That is not our testimony. And then, you know, she's changing the conversation. She's changing the atmosphere of that conversation. As Christians, when you are in any place, change the atmosphere. Don't make it look warm. Make it hot. You have to make it hot. You don't want to say, because I want to belong. This is my office now. They are having this conversation about what is going on in the country now. Okay, fuel scarcity and all of that. Having to kill at different places. Because you want to go on, you know, flow with the, with the tide. And then you don't want to feel left out. You just want to contribute and then enjoy the misery together with them. You are enjoying it. And before you know, that thing, that emotion is following you home. You are just seeing that you are weak. You know, it says the joy of the Lord is our what? The joy of the Lord is our what? Anytime you are feeling weak or necessarily, you are just feeling down, you know, people will even call it depression. One demon will come and say, I'll be whispering to you, yeah, kill yourself, don't kill yourself. Oh yeah, swallow sniper, don't swallow sniper, and all of that. We are not, you understand what I'm trying to say? It shows that that joy is not present anymore, and it is your job, it is your responsibility to work it out. When he says, work out your salvation, it's not just pay, I must not lose that. I, am, I confess Jesus as my Lord and Savior. You work out your salvation. You do everything in your power to guard your heart. Don't lose God. To keep your joy through the process. Oh, I'm not there yet. This is where I'm going. Oh, but I have the joy of the Lord. The joy of the Lord is my strength. I go through this. You know, you are joyful going through each phase of your life. The actual thing is that there's nobody on her that has everything. There's still some things in their to-do list that they have to tick. Some people, it's just that they want miracles. They want to raise the dead. It's there on their to-do list. They, want to, they are waiting. It's there on their waiting list. They want to tick it. Probably they have money. They have wives. They have children. Some people, it's children. They have money. They have every other thing. They want to tick it. Some people, it is that they are not married and they have money. They, have, they want to tick it. But the difference between you and some other persons is that they are rejoicing through that process. They are confident through that process that God that has begun a good thing in, in me will finish it. And then you, you are there. It's just one thing, and then you don't let the whole world rest. You are just enjoying misery. Enjoying misery. So that what's wrong with you? Your face is dull. Ah. Ah. 
I'm trying to look for excuses that people, this is what happened. Ah, sorry. Ah, thank you. You even understand me. You understand me. This person understands me. And you're coming to church. They're telling you don't lose. And you're, you, they don't know what they don't know what is going on. They don't know. They don't know. You can be successful in life. You can decide to stick with that. You can decide to stick with the fact that you can stay joyful through any circumstance. And you can decide to stick to the fact that life is full of up and downs. I cannot be up every time. Uh-uh. I have to be down sometimes. No, my darling sister, my dear brother, you don't have to be up, down, up, down. What's now the, where's the supernatural in that? What's the essence of having the Christ-like life? Work it out. Look to your neighbor and say, work it out. The fifth thing, my time is up. The fifth thing I would love to say before I leave here is that forgive generously. Look to your neighbor and say, forgive generously. Forgive generously. Excuse me. You know, many people, I, I've learned something. I learned something from, from our daddy Jew. He says, forgive in advance. Have a forgiveness bank. I would never forget for the rest of my life. Have a forgiveness bank. People that have offended, that have not offended you, determine your mind that I'm going to let go of it. Because you are the one killing yourself. You are the one that is thinking about it and you are hungry. And you are thinking, that brother. That brother. You know, I was listening to a man of God and he gave one illustration I would like to share with you this morning. He said there was a woman in his church then. The woman was diagnosed with cancer and then it, it, she discovered, it, it discovered that um, it was really because her husband wasn't, you know, doing the way he was supposed to do in the house, wasn't church-like at such and then she was always worried, this man is giving me trouble, this man is not serious, this man, so he, 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 the man of God was telling her, maybe this is even what is causing or contributing to the problem that you are carrying, but just give yourself peace, you know, focus on your own joy, and focus on that, what we got to do about the man, what we got to do about the man, he said, he told the woman, God, what we got to do about you, the way you are shouting this way, what we got to do about you, do you want to calm down? Do you want to have good health? Do you want to enjoy yourself and fulfill purpose? Or you want to die in the process of what we got to do about that man? What we got to do about that man? Eventually, if you die, you know, the person might even now give his life and, you know, be winning souls. But you, you have gone early. I will not go early. So don't abhor um, hatred, abhor offenses. Ah, that person has offended me. Some people will tell you the day, the day that I did, the day, the day they now did, the day, the day, the day, the day, the day, the day. You have sapped your energy. You have, you know, circulated yourself with negative energy. And you can use almost three hours. Do you agree with me? Three, four hours thinking about why in God's name did Sister Ayo do that to me? And then you are angry. You are thinking, okay, does she, she's taking me for granted. Three hours is gone. At night, when you want to sleep again, ah, that's Sister Hayo. The Lord bless us in Jesus' name. So let's mention the five things that I said we should do before I leave here. Eh? 